From mental health to fitness, relationships, dramas, llamas, and everything in between. I am Carly. And I'm Em. And welcome to episode number 11, guys. It's a socially distant switches and brews where we grab a brew and have a chat. Today, we're talking all things lockdown 2.0 from side hustles, making money online, to raves in the cheese aisle of Tesco. It's a good one, guys. Grab yourself a brew bit. It's the Mind Buddy Bitches. Bitches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's about the world. When I hear him come like my fuse and then ba-bum. Let us see you later. I'm about to blow this up. You can sing or sing if you want. I know you want it. It's always kind of funny. Yeah, cause you are know. I'm a superstar in the sky to leave you on. Haters gonna hate it's a proof of how they love. They can bring me down, nah, nah, nah. And we're rolling. <laughs> Hi, babe. Hey, hun. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. This is a this is a new experience. I know exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not happy about. I mean, I'm happy that I get to speak to you still, but I'm sad that you're not with me. I know. So I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room for. Yeah. Everybody, obviously, it's going to sound a bit different this week, but we all know why. (laughs) Manchester's in tier three, Huns. Manchester is in tier three. If you don't know how we usually do the podcast, we usually fit, well, we usually record a few at a time and do them kind of in bulk. And then we put them out, you know, week after week and stuff, only because I live in Manchester and Em now lives in Brighton. So, that's how most of the time it works and we get guests on and we organize that and everything. We were meant to meet up in November, then fucking lockdown happened. So yeah, we've just come out of lockdown, but I'm in tier three, Em's in tier two because Boris doesn't hate Brighton. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so that's the current situation. We're doing it from afar today. Yeah. So how how have you been, darling? How are you? Not bad. I've just woke up from a nap. (laughs) Oh, love that. Tier three life. Um, I can't <laughs> go back to teaching, which is sad. It's really weird. So um, in the old tier three, gyms weren't allowed to open. And then that lovely man in Liverpool did all like this fighting to get gyms open, which has been yeah. amazing. So gyms are now open in tier three. However, they are um, not allowing indoor gym classes, which sucks because that's all I do. Um, so I was like, great. <laughs> thanks bojo thank you that makes no fucking sense but okay um so yeah i'm currently not really working i'm doing a little bit online and that's it so i had the beauty of getting up at like five o'clock this morning went to teach an online class um in manchester and then came back and i've just slept basically woke up to do this it's now like 12 o'clock in the afternoon I love that. Yeah. You're living you're living my dream life. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had a bit more money to go with it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Wouldn't feel True. that guilty, but hey ho. What about you? What have you been up to this morning? Well, I haven't had a nap, but I've had to put pen down for a nap. Mm. <laughs> my toddler's napping, not me. 
um, yeah, not bad. Well, I, this is a classic, as we talked about this on the podcast before, how we're always like, oh, yeah, not that busy, not that bad. And actually, I've had like a, quite a stressful couple of days because we started trying to drop Fen's nap, mm. which I've now realised was the worst idea in the world. Oh, we're not going to do that anymore. Really? But yeah, I don't know who had, who's had more meltdowns over the past few days, Fen or me. I think it's probably <laughs> me. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, not too bad. I have to say, I'm quite enjoying the festivities of Christmas. That mm. definitely uplifted my mood this oh, week yeah. when mummy life's been quite stressful. We've oh, got yeah. some of our Christmas decorations up. Mm-hmm. I saw your Christmas tree went up yesterday. Me, it did. I went and got a real one. <laughs> I was so excited because I haven't had... Like, I haven't gone and got a tree with Tom before. Like, we were together yeah. last year. We've been together, like, two years. We were together last year. But I was so rammed with events that, like, we just didn't find a time to go and get it. And, like, mm-hmm. December just kind of ran away with us. And it was like, oh, we've not got a tree. And I was quite sad about it. But I was like, meh, hey-ho. But then yeah. this year, I was like, we are getting a tree so like <laughs> yesterday Tom was off work he had a cancellation it was like his first day back in the studio but he had a cancellation so I was like you're not putting anyone in we are going to get a tree so yeah and I love it if anyone wants cheap decorations for your tree by the way B&Q will sort you out like I got like 40 oh, yeah. pounds like yeah as much as I'd love all like the bougie like glass ones and things like that if you just want to fill your tree for cheap go to B&Q yeah, with some nice colors you see, I do both. I've got my bougie ones and then I have loads of fillers. Mm. I've got bougie ones from White Company that are glass, but now that I've got a toddler, they have to be at the top of the tree. They're uh, like all yeah. saturated to like the top yeah. half of my tree so he can't get them. Yeah. But I always feel like, I don't you feel like putting your tree up is like when you start to feel really festive? Yeah. I'm like sat staring at it now and I'm just like, I love it. <laughs> and like you come down in the morning and it smells so gorgeous and you're just like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah, you see, I'm jealous. We haven't got our real tree yet. So have we not? have a fake tree because it would be a nightmare to have a real one with a toddler and a dog. Oh, God, yeah. And then my mum's got a fake one in her hallway, but we always have a real one as like our family tree, but mm. we haven't got it yet. And I'm so jealous because I love that fresh tree smell. It's yeah, so good. It's so beautiful. But yeah. So, have you got an advent calendar? Yeah, I've got two. <laughs> oh, okay. What have you gone for? Um, well, I went for a dairy milk. Well, Tom got it for me, and I was just okay. really happy. Like, I fucking love just a plain dairy milk Cadbury's one. I'm just mm. like, yeah, absolutely winning. So he got me one of them. I got him a Toblerone one, and his mum came round with a Quality Street one, and I was like, oh, amazing. Yeah, but Tom's kind of just given me the Quality Street one. Like, he's not a massive sweet eater, and I am. Mm. So he was just kind of like, you know. Here you go. And I was like, yeah. thank you. What about Thanks, you? Babe. You got one. Thanks, I've got a dairy milk one as well. So I feel like we've got the same one. But I was really, really, I'm so bougie. I really wanted a, the Hotel Chocolat, a truffle one, but they're Ooh, sold out. So that's that time. I might just get myself some Hotel Chocolat chocolates and just eat one every day. Yeah, do it. Okay. <laughs> I really love, oh, what are they called from Hotel Chocolat? They're like gemstones. And they're like mm. a mixture. I think they're a mixture of different kinds of chocolate. They might might be a mixture of like milk dark and white. I don't know. They look, look kind of marbly. Like they look like Ooh, little gemstones, okay. if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. honestly, so nice. I just used to like get a bag of them when I was walking around town and just like keep popping them in and I'd eat the whole thing and I'd be like, oh. Love it. Yeah. But, so right. this week's chat, guys, is sponsored by Hotel Chanel. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish. In Austin. Someone sponsor us, please. We're not getting paid for this shit, and I'd like to be. <laughs> Hotel chocolate. If anyone owns a chocolate company out there, other chocolate is available. So uh, if anyone owns a chocolate company out there, the one. Yeah, just just any chocolate, please, Hans. Thank you, thank you. That much appreciated. We did actually get sent, which was you got them as well, didn't you? So this company called Three 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 Spirit Drinks, Three Spirit Drinks. Oh, yeah, get yeah, it right, yeah. Carly. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, they're so good. Like if you don't drink, or if you do drink, but you don't want to drink like all the time over the festive season, but you still want a drink so good mm. they're like non again not sponsored guys but we did get sent them um but yeah they're non-alcoholic cocktail mixtures so it's kind of like i mean i had one the other so day good. where i put like a double shot of whatever it was whatever drink it was a double shot into um a glass with loads of ice then topped up with ginger ale with a lime in it and i, I just it was bloody gorgeous honestly so good i'm gonna use they do a nightcap one which you're meant to have on on its own yeah i've had a few like, of these it tastes quite of apple right so i'm gonna make it into like a hot toddy and i think oh. i might actually drink it on our bitches and booze guys we're doing bitches and booze later today oh, you can't bail on me on Friday. You can't, like, you've got to be tipsy. This is the point. Okay, all right, fine. Okay. <laughs> I was I'll... thinking about it. I was like, oh, should I just have one of these on Bitches and Booze? And I was like, no, the whole point is that we're, we're pissed. <laughs> Slightly drunk. <laughs> okay, well, what I'll do is I'll start off with a boozy hot chocolate. And then mm. when I'm getting to the point of no return, I'll have hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Love it. They are Love nice, it. Though. That, that one is tasting. nice. That one is really nice. But Very good. Brilliant. So, coming out of lockdown... Tier three. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's, it's a bit shit, isn't it? I think but. this is the, la- I think we've had, had the lockdowns now. I don't think they're going to put us back in again, are they? Because they've got the vaccine. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I, true. yeah. I mean, I was listening to the radio this morning and Bojo was kind of like, basically, don't get too excited that we've got the vaccine. Like the struggle is still real. And I was like, fuck off, Boris. It's Christmas. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like can we forget about it for a second? I was like, you're such a bar humbug. Because <laughs> right, I don't watch the news. Yeah. But, so what have they said about the current tiers? It's a time limit or it's just until they change their mind again? It's being reassessed on the 16th of December, apparently. Right, okay. So hopefully Manchester gets like out of tier three in, you know, on the 16th of December. Otherwise, mm. I'm going to go insane. Because broke. <laughs> you've got shops are open, right? So the difference is that the bars aren't open. Yeah. And- restaurants and bars still aren't open yeah Yeah. exactly so for me it still feels like lockdown like not much has changed so yeah i think everything's still open for takeout um you can't Mm -hmm. sit any in anywhere shops are open so i love going to b&m that's like (laughs) the highlight of my week at the moment um and yeah just that's that's about it honestly the gyms are open so yeah, just not studios, gym Very shops, odd. no studios. I think some in Manchester though, I was quite proud of them did have just stayed open and they're Good. probably going to get yeah. shut down and stuff. But I was like, thank you. Fight the fight. Like there's no reason why studios shouldn't be allowed to open. Like if you're allowed a gym, you should be allowed a studio where, you know, you're spaced apart, reduced capacity, individual equipment, individual mats, cleaning stations. Like it's cleaner than a gym. So they should yeah, be allowed open. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was quite proud of them. I was like, yes, fight the fight, go for it. But, you know, it'd be good if a lot more studios kind of teamed up on that. But I think a lot of them are quite scared, which is understandable. So mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. How did you find this lockdown? Because I feel like 
it went, I don't know, I feel like it just felt like normal life for me this time because I was so used to it from the first time. Yeah. No, I was so used to it this time. I think it flew as well. I think it went really fast. Mm-hmm. Loads of people like, oh, down's okay. dragging. And I was like, I honestly don't know where it's Is gone. It? Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing loads of work though, like really stressful work stuff. So I don't know if that was kind of like, you know, just- Kept you busy, yeah. Kept me busy. And I, yeah, I don't feel like I've done much. Like I told myself I was going to go for a walk every other day. That didn't happen. I just had like my head in a spreadsheet for most of the month, but- Oh, mate, same. I wrote down some like health and wellness goals and I was like, get outside every day, do Pilates three times a week. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not happening. But then I think also the weather's got a lot worse. Like when yeah. we were in first lockdown, it was summer. Mm. And I remember I was just being like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit outside in the sun. I'll get outside. I'll go for a walk every day. Now I wake up and like nine times out of ten I look out and it's grey and miserable and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to watch Netflix all day today. Yeah, like I kind of like the, I like the cold weather, you know, like I like summer, Mm -hmm. but I also don't hate the winter either. Like I kind of like getting wrapped up warm and going out on like a nice brisk walk, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it is harder to get yourself out. Like you've got to be more prepared. You can't just like kind of like walk out your door and be like, I'm outside. It's like, no, you you walk out and you're like, get me in, get me in, get me in. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm out here for like 15 minutes max literally <laughs> but yeah I think I I took this lockdown like so much easier than the first one I think me and Tom got on a lot more on this one like he's had we both had more to do I think like I had mm. you know I had my own kind of stuff that was going on like work stuff and projects and he's had he's been doing up the van still for those of you who don't know we're doing up a van into a camper like a little mini it's only a small one um nice he's he's been just like smashing that but I have to say he's pissing me off a little bit because we don't have a garage right we have like quite a big driveway so he's able to work like outside on the driveway but it's not sheltered so when it rains he pulls everything inside and I he slightly (laughs) turned the living room into a garage and I just I can't I can't deal I cannot deal with it I saw this on your Instagram story the other day and I felt your pain get this like honestly I I kind of have to have some give and take with it where I'm like you know I want the van as well so I kind of get it but also his father has like a massive garage and carport at their house and like it's outside and everything so I feel like it would be all right to like go and work from there during the tears I mean don't shoot me if you're not but like you know it's outside so I was like can you not just go there that's the thing though I was like just go there there's shit tons of space but he's just like yeah but I have everything I need here I was like yeah but you're fucking up my bath not my bathroom my living room (laughs) hun my thing way is off (laughs) honestly so good so what do you feel like was your like high and low of this lockdown do you have like a high and a low or I I feel like just overall lockdowns have made me appreciate what I have and that's been like flying around mm-hmm. like loads like you know just I feel like before this year I constantly yeah. wanted more work constantly wanted more 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 like more money more work like always made myself busy and I yeah. feel like through these lockdowns I've just really appreciated like what I had like you know the the team I have the you know the boyfriend the family that I have like the friends that I have I think I've just been like you know I am so content with what I have I don't and as much as I will probably still strive you know for more in the future 
I just appreciate what I've got, I think, a lot more now than I ever have. And I think it's been kind of nice to stop and reflect on that and go, you know, you, you should be really, really happy with mm-hmm. with just what you've got right now. Do you know what I mean? Or like, because I don't feel like I've got that anymore. What I had, I don't feel like I've got that right now. And hopefully that's going to come back in the, you know, in the new year or mid midway through the year and everything. But it made me appreciate it so much more because I just don't feel like I appreciated it before. And I took for granted all the work I had. I took for granted like so much. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I was really thrillless yeah. with my money. And now I feel like I'll hold on to it a little bit more and make it go further and whatnot. But yeah, I think and I just appreciate good health as well. Like fingers crossed and touch wood, none of my family and friends have been seriously affected by, you know, what's been going on, the Rona and everything. So I'm just, you know. I mean, I've had it, but you know, it's not been, it's not been drastic for me. So yeah, I just, yeah, I appreciate how it's gone. If you know what I mean, what about you? 2020, the year of reflection, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I would say the same. I think the, like the low point for me, I'll start low, I'll finish, I'll finish on high. Yeah. The low point low. for me, I'll I think <laughs> was, um, just kind of being on top of each other because mm. we obviously moved um anybody that's been listening for a while not know this but we moved in with my mum before this lockdown happened and yeah. we're very lucky that we're in a separate space but it's still like one room that we kind of is our living room it's almost like a studio flat really yeah but just not having anywhere that you could like go out to because normally I would go out just for a coffee if I needed some space I would just drive to a Starbucks and go and sit in Starbucks and obviously you could get takeaways but not really the same no and like Gav would be able to go and play golf and kind of clear his mind and get out but when I think sometimes when the weather's miserable and you're kind of stuck indoors Mm -hmm. and then you're on top of each other it's definitely been better this time because we've had that end in sight that we kind of all knew that it was going to be a slightly shorter lockdown then we were going to find out what was happening next and Christmas always makes everything better oh yeah something to look forward to definitely like the low bit for me was the kind of being on top of each other 24 7 yeah but my high is definitely the same as you that it just made me appreciate what I have Mm -hmm. and kind of realize that I don't just what's important like I don't need as much as I think I needed yeah family and friends really important and if anything it's kind of made me check in with the people that I love more because you know that everyone's kind of going through the same thing I hate the thing everyone always says oh we're not all in the same boat because we're all in different size and shape boats we're on the same ocean we're all facing the same thing but we've all got our own shit to deal with but we are all going through some Sort of we can all relate in some way can't yeah. we like yeah oh uh yeah what's your high is that your high that you just appreciate yeah that's my high really it's like learning to appreciate actually what what I've got and yeah. I think for me I've been so lucky that I have Ben yeah as stressful as it is having a toddler <laughs> you know it gives me something to do every day I have to get outside with him I have to yeah do things with him so it kind of motivates me to not just like lie down and feel sorry for myself for the whole day yeah no I feel you I feel you I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like Milo is pr- quite similar to yours in the fact that like, God, first lockdown, like me and Tom were just at each other quite a lot. Like, and I think the situation was more heated back then as well. Like the whole virus thing. And like, you know, we kind of disagreed slightly on how to do things and you know, what, what rules to follow. And do you know what I mean? It was quite, it was just really yeah. heated. It was really heated. It, we did not have a good time. Like we don't really speak about it anymore. Like I think we brought it up at one point. It's like, do you remember when we like hated each other for a little bit? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. And it's like, but it's, it kind of makes you realize how much you've overcome though. It's really weird. Like how many people are going to be able to like say in their lives, we survived a worldwide pandemic. Like, right worldwide pandemic and i mean even if like you guys like broke up with partners or anything like that like that is absolutely fine you still fucking survived and that's an achievement do you know what i mean um but yeah it's it kind of shows how strong your relationship is i think if you manage to make it through still together like don't get me wrong it was not fucking easy like really not easy (laughs) (laughs) there were so many voice notes exchanged between you and me (laughs) I think also, don't you think it's also because a little bit like we've already touched on, but this time it had a bit more of like an end date. We were kind of like, we've done this before. This time it's only for a month until yeah. we see what happens next. Yeah. And it, going off that though, it's so funny that you were saying that, like being on top of each other and just like wanting to kill each other, mm-hmm. whether you're in a relationship or whether you're in family, like there's a bit of a running joke around here because um, some of my family who are down south here they're in tent they're also in tier three mm-hmm. and obviously we're in brighton we're in tier two mm. so there is absolutely the only difference really is the restaurants and bars but we're only allowed to go out to restaurants and bars obviously you've got to eat you're not allowed to just drink right with the people that you're in you're living with yeah and everyone's like i don't want to go out with the people that i'm living with yeah. like, the people that i'm living with like that's the thing. We're not going to go out because I'm like, if I was going to go out, I want to go out with somebody I've not been trapped in a house. Yeah. 24. What I find though as well is like me and Tom haven't been out, even when we weren't in lockdown or tea or whatever. Yeah. We haven't really been out like since, I don't know. We've not been out in ages just because we were like, we can't like, because the curfew came in and whatever. Usually yeah. what we do is we'd go for dinner for like half seven, eight o'clock. We'd enjoy dinner and then we'd stay out all night, like having drinks and stuff and like going yeah. for a dance and a boogie. And it's just not the same anymore. Like you have to have a meal and you can only have like, I don't know how many drinks you're allowed, you know, with that meal or whatever, but you not have to have same. a substantial meal and you can't just have drinks. So I kind of like, for me, I was like, it's a kind of a, it's not a waste of money it's still a nice thing to do but I would I would prefer not to go out I think than have to do that yeah. if you know what I mean like I'd much rather be at home if it, I have to be with the same people I'm at home with than yeah. like go out and spend money on a night out and not be able to see my friends mm. <laughs> yeah so, oh well oh well no takeaways for a while I know I know god <laughs> we, we went through a phase of getting a takeout like so often I mean once a week isn't that bad but like for people that didn't really used to get takeouts that much we were like when it got to Friday we were like are we getting takeout (laughs) hell yeah for us it's Tuesdays because we're a domino family so Uh, it's like two for Tuesday yeah (laughs) yeah we just every week went through a phase of getting a curry on a Friday but then then went to fish and chips sometimes pizza but 
yeah we haven't in a while because we just got into the habit of doing it every single week and we were like we need to stop because we weren't moving enough as well like I mean don't get me wrong like if you want takeout fucking have a takeout you don't need to exercise to get a takeout but for me I was just like I don't feel great do you know what I mean I was yeah. a bit like mm, I don't feel great about this so I was like let's stop for a little bit but, but that's the difference isn't it like I find that with like and I think we do have to be careful what we say sometimes because obviously we preach a lot of like I'll eat what you want and move what you want but it's a difference of whenever I've had like a lot of takeout food or like pizza or like food that's just like not freshly home cooked food mm-hmm. I feel like dodgy and it's not a body image issue it's yeah. actually like I don't feel healthy in myself like no. I feel sluggish I feel bloated and that's the difference I think is kind of being able to notice that and be like oh do I feel mentally bad like I'm beating myself up because I've had a pizza mm. or do I actually just physically feel like oh like I don't want to eat too many takeaways because they make me feel yeah gross. that's kind of a fact isn't it you feel like after you've had quite a lot of fast food you'll feel sluggish you'll feel a little bit slower do you know what I mean and like it's fine to have it every now and again do you know what I mean like and fine to have it as much as you want but if you start to feel sluggish and a bit gross and stuff then you know then it's completely fine to be like oh, I'm not gonna eat this for a bit just you know what I mean it can have nothing to do with your body image like it's just like you're saying yeah, for sure. that's what I'm like I just like I can just tell after a while I'm just like mm, I'm not about feeling this bloated and feeling a little bit sick about what I've had do you know what I mean so yeah 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 so what have you what's like what have you learned or enjoyed the most while you've been at home over the past four weeks and even now because I know obviously you're not going out I'm not really going out still even though we're out of lockdown so Mm. what like what have you been doing just to Um, keep the enjoyment up I've become an accountant (laughs) <laughs> oh I love this have you seen right before we get on to this have you seen the um have you seen the video on TikTok that's like when you run an OnlyFans or when you're like a struggling actor and people ask you what you do and you tell them you're an accountant oh no okay okay I'm going to link this to you it is brilliant this struggling actor on TikTok has basically made a song called I'm an Accountant and it's all about when you don't want to tell people what your actual job is. So <laughs> so let's just confirm for the people who are listening that you are actually becoming an accountant. It isn't a ruse for something else. Brilliant. Like everyone's <laughs> going to think that now. If someone says I'm an accountant, right? you're going to be like, you're on only fans, aren't you, hun? <laughs> that's, that's why I said I was like, we need to address because if anyone's listening, they might think that's what you're talking about. I'm going to be that person though because some, someone is going to tell me they're an accountant and I'm going to be like, are you though? Are you <laughs> and they're going to be like, yes. <laughs> be like, really? <laughs> really? You can tell me. <laughs> but you yeah. be like, Send me your link. What is it? Literally, literally. No judgment. No judgment. We'll get onto OnlyFans in a bit because that is something I do want to talk about. But no, um, yeah, I've become an accountant. So I was filing my tax return for 19 to 20. And, you know, I don't want to slag off my old accountant. She was like, great, but my new accountant. Let's be honest, though, she wasn't great. She she wasn't great. (laughs) I don't want to her off. Like, I'm not going to name names. You know, she, she did her best. She did what she thought was right. However, Walking my new accountant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Open the, the, the smoky doors in walks my accountant um, but yeah he's just like super on it but he requires me to do a little bit more work than my other accountant did which sounds weird but it helps me understand 
my accounts more and like honestly I feel like this is something we need to address in terms of if you start a business right because they don't teach you in school how to start a business and what taxes what VAT is all of this shit right no one tells you this is shit you gotta know you gotta keep on top of your accounts you gotta keep on top of your taxes or shit bites you in the bum like mine has slightly right. do you know what I mean like I'm getting yeah. out of it now it's fine we're doing good we're like we're fixing everything but like uh, you can land yourself in a shitty situation if you don't know this shit um yeah so I've really enjoyed actually throughout the past couple of weeks I've been going through my accounts and I've just been understanding shit a hell of a lot more and you know what I mean working out how tax is calculated and working out VAT mm-hmm. and what, like all this stuff it's like it's really interesting so I've quite enjoyed I've, I've become an accountant <laughs> it takes the guesswork out of it though right because it takes the guesswork of yeah being like, oh god at the end of the year like how much am I gonna how have much, to pay yeah. and actually this chat is giving me mild anxiety because I still haven't done my tax return that's due You'll be fine. at the end of the month and I'm like I need to do it you know it's like one of those jobs where you're like oh yeah like from the minute we moved here in September, I was like, had it on my to-do list. I was like, oh yeah, like, I'll do that next week. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll do that. I just keep moving it down the list. And then I'm like, I need to do it because if I don't do it by January. I have done that every time. year. I've done that every year apart from this year because this year I had loads of time. So like you have yeah. slightly less time because you were a fan. Like I've had loads of time this year to get it done. So I've been working on it and everything. But like, honestly, every other year since I started like, being self-employed and having to file a tax return. I have left it till January. Like January's the Down hand in. to the minute. I have left it to like the last day. Like, I am terrible. I do that and Literally. then I can't log on and I lose all my login details and then I end up on the phone crying to HMRC being yeah. like, please don't find me. Yeah, don't take my money, please. Honestly. I haven't got any. Honestly, so yeah, so, good. so I've yeah, I've quite enjoyed becoming an accountant. Um, and if and if you need to get on this shit, like get on it, get someone to explain it to you like thoroughly and properly. Like I think I, I bet they do it somewhere. I bet they like have online lessons and stuff where you can learn. Like I'm sure yeah, I would have found that. I probably would still do that, but like I would have found that super helpful when I started my business because so much stuff catches you out. Like when I started Carmina, I was just like, yeah, I just want to put pretty performers in outfits and sparkles and feathers and send them out for lots of you know fun events and performances. That's all I want to do. And then the tax man's like, yeah, <laughs> is that what you want to do? Here's a bill well, for it. <laughs> give me twenty <20%. laughs> percent. Exactly. There's so much like that comes up that you don't know about when you start a business so honestly like look into it if you don't know um but yeah what's what have you learned have you got any new skills or you know life lessons (laughs) what have I learned (laughs) do you know what I haven't learned a lot this lockdown I have to say although I was starting to learn British Sign Language (gasps) so many people have done this I think it's amazing decided that I wanted to try and I kind of bit off classic me bit off more than I can chew Mm. and I was like yeah I'll just learn it in a month that's fine try to learn like five new words a day didn't Mm. work I think at the moment having done lockdown I think I probably can maybe say 10 things Mm -hmm. I think say sign 10 things and maybe a couple of phrases but yeah I mean it's interesting (laughs) but yeah I just thought it was a really cool skill to have especially because I'm going back to work in retail when this all blows over mm-hmm. and yeah I just thought it was quite an interesting skill to have in case I ever run into people in the desk community in store so absolutely yeah, that's my that's my 
skill, mm-hmm. life lessons. I've just learned to chill out, really. Yeah. I've just learned to sit back. I think we're very, very similar in the way that we like to be able to, like, control what's going on in our businesses, in our lives. Yeah. Like, and we hustle hard and we try and get all this work. And sometimes when things are taken out of your hands, mm-hmm. it's almost a blessing in disguise. I don't really want to say that because it's been a really tough year and mm-hmm. both of us have lost most of our income. Yeah. But it's also been a blessing in disguise a little bit for me to learn to just literally sit back and take a break sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's hard. It's learning to not have to be so in control all the time and yeah it's so difficult because you know oh god so I'm sorry just the cat just went and sat in the podcasting box no! <laughs> she just looks really by the cute. way while we're just quickly talking about this cat if you have not seen Carly's put a picture of cat at the top of her tree yeah I love it takes I pride of praise best thing ever well I call him my angel cat <laughs> I've always called him my angel cat because he's not my cat, but he comes around like every day. And I feel like in the first lockdown, he absolutely saved my mental health. Like yeah. just having a pet to like, you know, have a cuddle with. And honestly, I cried on him so many times. Animals are great for that. Yeah. But I used to, I would call him my angel cat because I'd be like, you're like my little angel that's been sent to me and everything. So when we got the tree, I was like, a picture of the cat is going on the top of the tree. <laughs> so good. Anyway, where was I? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? I've lost we it. About... <laughs> the cat's What were we talking about? Focus. Oh, um, losing um, control and ah, like chilling yeah. out and learning to embrace whatever 2020 throws up. Fucking hell. Yeah, like I've... <laughs> like that was it but I've just spent like because I had two streams of income right so again talking quite a bit about money but I had two streams of income so I had entertainment and I had fitness and at one point I definitely could have dropped fitness to just pursue entertainment but I was like you know Mm -hmm. what I don't want to do that because I really like I like fitness I like doing it and you know if anything were ever to happen within the entertainment industry I'd always have fitness or vice versa um yeah both of those industries got fucked (laughs) in lockdown it was like wow unlucky hun unlucky hun that both of your streams got like absolutely fucked um and yeah I had to really let go of that and I've been trying to get like I've had to let go a lot of ego as well like I applied at Tesco the other day and I had this stigma in my head of like, you can't work in Tesco. You're a girl boss. You're this, that and the other and whatnot. And then I was like, you know what, Carly, drop your fucking ego. You need some money right now. You need to like, you know, make just, you know, take the pressure off yourself a little bit. You worked in a supermarket 10 years ago. There's no problem with doing it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, and if anyone has anything to say about it, just fuck them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't judge it. Like, I love people in supermarkets. I have some of the best conversations with people on the till like do you know what I mean it's just like so you know there's just but I was I just had it in my ego and I was like Carly fucking let go of that do you know what I mean I got rejected by Tesco yesterday by the way can we just Tesco don't know what it is there's one thing to apply but to get rejected honestly no I got I got through to a phone call where they basically were like you've passed the application but the days they wanted I could only do Uh one of the days because I have classes like obviously I'm not teaching yet but when I go back you know I'd be contract to to a day so I'd have to drop classes and I don't want to drop classes to you know work in Tesco so I had to be like oh and it's so annoying because I have so much availability around classes but 
it yeah. just wasn't the day that they wanted. So I was like, fuck's sakes. <laughs> that the thing is, though, sometimes, like, the boss bitch thing to do, and I totally get that because I've been slightly the same. I've always been like, I want to work for myself. I want to build my own business, all of this. And actually, this year kind of made me go, actually, I'm going to go back to retail, and mm. that might be permanent. That might not be permanent. Like, I quite enjoy the stability of just, like, having a paycheck, even yeah. though, obviously, at the moment, I don't have a paycheck. But and it, it, it's that thing, it's that stigma, I think, of of what other people think of yeah. like, oh, I'm not like running my own business. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But actually, like sometimes like the boss bit thing to do is to adapt and be yeah. like, okay, well, I need to earn money. Yeah. So I'm going to go and work somewhere else. Well, that was my thing. It was I kind read of like, a really... I was just saying, well, I was like, well, what's going to stay open? Supermarkets. Yeah. So it's kind of one of them <laughs> where I was like, well, this is the thing. Like, at least I'll have one if I, you know, get a job. I'm going to still apply for others. Tesco will fucking take me. But like, go on. Go on, hun. But this is the thing. It's kind of like I'm, I've started to think a little bit more wisely of like, okay, what won't get shut down again? What's guaranteed to not get shut down again? And it's like, right, supermarkets. There you go. Do you know what I mean? That'll take a load of pressure off. Yeah. Not permanent. I applied for like temporary, like sort of festive roles. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, so yeah, it's like, fuck it. Just take the Thanks. pressure off for a bit. Go step ball change down the aisle with Tesco <laughs> and tag those shelves. Honestly, <laughs> best fun you've ever had. Honestly. You can be doing performances in the local Tesco if oh, you absolutely. Uh, feel like you need to do your creative part. They wear all their own face it. masks and things like this now, so I'm definitely going to bring like a cheeky LED one in every now and again, like a disco one. We have so many of them. It's like Carmina predicted COVID, by the way. Like, we have right. so many. We have so many, like, almost COVID-looking masks. So they're very Mad Max. Like, a lot of our costumes are very, like, weird and wonderful and they're quite, like, Mad Mask-esque. So we have so many, like, heavily diamanted and studded, like masks like masks. face masks Love. got so many of them and i'm like i might just rock this out to tesco why fucking not you know i thought mean? right this is where it's gonna be at right the only thing that doesn't get shut down is supermarket so i reckon we're all just gonna start raving at supermarket honestly oh then you call me the girls in yeah we'll have a party in the aisle can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine it would be so good Imagine you're like going around Tesco at like 11 a.m. just like doing your shopping. You get to the cheese aisle and there's just like a race going on. Yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> so good. Mm. So I feel like we need to segue back. Yeah. <laughs> we went off quite heavily. We're talking about Raven. <laughs> if there's anything that screams we've been in lockdown for too long, is we're talking about having a Raven and a cheese aisle at Tesco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but side hustles obviously mm. talking about like I've gone back into retail you're applying to supermarket jobs I think we need to talk about because I know you touched on it before and you said you want to segue back people's side hustles in lockdown and in particular only fans yeah I am so supportive of that shit like I have quite a few friends on only fans and Honestly, I'm so supportive. Like, no offense to them, I'm not going to subscribe because, you know, well, I mean, I, what I subscribe? I don't know. Some of them because they're like my really close friends and I'm kind of like, I don't need to see your vagina. <laughs> but yeah. I'm supportive yeah. of you making an income of doing that online doing what you're comfortable with like you know I even I had a conversation with Tom about it Tom's not comfortable with it and part I don't mm-hmm. know like part of me thought I might do it but part of me thought like if I was single and everything part of me thought that I b- would maybe go into it and then part of me thought mm, maybe I wouldn't I don't really know don't know what I'd be comfortable with do you know what I mean um 
Yeah. But I am so supportive of it. And I know a lot of people that have started them have got like stigmas or memes made about them or things like that. And I'm just like, what is the problem with someone like making money off their, you know, like I just, that off their sexuality. Like if they're comfortable posting that sort of stuff online and they're happy, why not profit from it? And it goes back to like, you know, that whole thing of being like, we spoke about this on a few podcasts ago where it's like, no one has a problem with watching free porn, but then when you charge people for it, people are really judgmental. And it's like, yeah. what? So you think you should have access to that for free? Is that your problem with it? And it's just like, no, charge what you want. Yeah. I think the issue is, isn't it? It's like 90, I think, like, I don't know what the official statistic would be, but like 99% of people probably use or benefit from some sort of sex work, whether mm. that be free porn, whether that be on an OnlyFans, whatever that is. But then when people decide, like 2020 has been the year for the side hustle and definitely to adapt, mm. if they're comfortable with doing that and it's definitely that they're, you know, they're in control of what they want to do. Yeah. Why? I don't, I don't see the issue with that. Again, personally, it's not something that I would do, mm. but, I also don't have any problem with somebody doing it. No. The thing, the only issue in sex work that I would ever have a problem with is people being exploited. But yeah. when it's women and men on OnlyFans as well, I'm sure, but talking from a female perspective, when it's women in control of what they charge, of what they put out, mm -hmm. they are literally the boss and in charge of what they are doing mm -hmm. online. I think that that's the best way for it to be. Absolutely absolutely it's not like some porn director that's putting out porn for free they're the only ones that's making a decent living mm -hmm. people are being exploited yeah I don't I don't see the problem with it at all yeah and it saved a lot of people over this pandemic like people make a lot of money off you know OnlyFans mm -hmm. there's a lot of a uh, hustle in OnlyFans like I don't know too much about it but like there's definitely a hustle like you know within creating your content and you know like it's it's really similar to any other job. Do you know what I mean? You've got to hustle to get the subscribers and, you know, to get that dollar and whatnot. But so many people, like performers especially, who all their work's kind of dried up and gone over, you know, this year, they've mm. been making an absolute killing on OnlyFans. And I'm just like, go you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of people started it during the pandemic and things like that. Like it wasn't something they did before and they, you know, they've only done it because of, because of COVID and stuff. But, and like a lot of their friends and, you know, people have been quite judgmental of it. And I'm just like, fuck them. Just fuck them. It doesn't have to be everyone's cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, but you should still be supportive of your friends that, you know, want to do it. Like that's their body, their decision, their business. So, you know, fucking support it. I think, yeah, I think there's been a lot of like shaming people, whether it be OnlyFans or sexual content or not mm -hmm. of people that have been earning money online yeah. through the pandemic and oh, I definitely yeah. think it comes from a place of people I don't want to say it comes from a place of jealousy it's not really a place of jealousy but more of like people think that anyone who's making money online mm -hmm. is living a cushy life yeah. and isn't really working very hard there's a real stigma about around whether that be only fans, whether that be influencers, whether that be, I don't know, any other job online. Yeah. And I think it's just really interesting, isn't it, that there's been so much hate around 
you know, 2020 was meant to be the year of kindness and we're all going to band together and mm-hmm. everyone's in the same, sort of dealing with the same kind of shit. And yeah. yeah, there's been so much hate against people making money online. Yeah. And I think in certain ways there was some truth behind it when the Black Lives Matter thing all happened. You know, people were saying, can you just ask your companies if you can put your ads on hold for a week or two or mm-hmm. can you challenge them to be doing more for Black Lives Matter, which yeah. I totally get behind. Absolutely. But I think this sort of trolling of people making money online, whether it be sexual content or not, it just has to stop. Yeah. I remember seeing this um, yoga teacher post on her story, actually, and she's got loads of followers, like hundreds of thousands or whatever. I've met her myself, very established yoga teacher. She teaches extremely good classes. She provides um, lots of free content on YouTube and she mm-hmm. also has a paid membership um, and she works with brands quite a lot. Um, so yeah. some of them will be paid partnerships. Some of them might just be like free gifted products and things like that. And she'll you know be posting on her stories posting on Instagram and whatever promoting these products I genuinely believe that everything she promotes and sells via her socials is something she truly believes in do you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. not it's not yeah. just something to get the dollar or anything like that it's something she truly believes in and she's probably turned down a lot of brand deals if it didn't you know go with her um but some people have the audacity to message her and say things like I love your you know your teaching and this that and the other but do you think like the constant ads and whatever is affecting your kind of authority as a yoga teacher or takes away from your teaching and she bit back at them and I was like go on hun and she was basically like I assume that you've done my teachings on YouTube for free (laughs) do you know what I mean that you don't pay for my teachings and everything like that so that's content that I have you know obviously worked for years to put out there for people for free And then she works with brands off the back of all of her hard work that she's been putting all of this free content out of there to basically be able to get paid through her membership that she's obviously like worked very hard to be able to get a client base online to be able to charge a monthly membership. But then also you put so much free content out there to be able to reach out with brands, to get brands to, you know, contact you and get paid work and everything with them. And that's graft. That's hard Mm -hmm. graft. And, you know, that shouldn't be taken away from someone's, you know, authority or authenticity. And it's just someone making money online like I just I I don't understand how it's like okay so you what you expect her to give all of that shit out for free and not make a buck off it like yeah to to, like how is she gonna they're only happy for her to make money off yoga teaching but that not might not be enough yeah like exactly yeah and even if it like I just I don't get it it's kind of like if you're working with brands that are authentic to yourself and I just don't see the problem with it and I don't know it does come down to maybe it is a jealousy thing or like I don't know because we've had it a little bit this year like this is the first year that I've been like I'll be complete like clarity with you I've been gifted quite a lot of products this year um Mm -hmm. first time it's happened to me (laughs) like I thought it was mad and it's still mad that I like I get messages and like can we send you one of these to try and I'm like yeah (laughs) thanks but again I wouldn't post about something if I didn't like it or if it didn't work or it wasn't authentic to me or anything like that I get asked to you know work with active wear brands all the time that I look at their stuff and I'm like "Mm, 
it's not very me or you know I don't think the quality's there or whatever or you know certain supplements or powders or teas on you know how we feel about the teas and stuff like that the just like, just like <laughs> now it's not very me it's not very Fill me the tea on the tea. Yeah, yeah but yeah and like I guess our title I, I I cringe when I hear it a little bit but it's our title is kind of like micro influencer we're not like you know in the tens yeah. of thousands of followers but we've got a client base so that's when people start to approach you um honestly I've not been paid off any of my things yet I just get gifted products and if I like it I will share it with my audience and that in turn helps me to you know work with brands again in the future and work towards more paid content um which I'm hoping it will start to come towards but like I said even in my early days of starting this kind of stuff and on a smaller level I don't think working with brands should ever take away from my ability to teach people do you know what I mean like yeah why why would it change anything I don't get it I, it's just it's such an interesting topic and something we can probably talk about for hours so mm-hmm. we won't spend too much time on it but yeah like you said it's so interesting because I think there is a somewhat hatred around the term influencer so much that like people almost flinch or don't want to say it mm. and actually there, there are a lot of people and I think the problem is there's a lot of people that are doing stuff online and will literally promote anything, don't care, yeah. just want to make quick money. And that's the problem. Yeah. But when you are, you know, I'm exactly the same as you. I pick and choose the brands that I work with. Mm-hmm. I turn down paid and gifted work, like work all the time. The mm-hmm. other thing that I think a lot of people don't know is that when someone gifts you something, but if they are not paying an influencer or whatever you want to call them, a content creator, that person does not have to legally promote that brand at all. No. It's a PR product. Back in the day, it would, been, it would have been the journalists. It would have been people sending products to newspapers because mm-hmm. that's where everyone, or magazines, that's where everyone got their information from. Now we get our information and our recommendations from online. Mm. When someone sends us a gifted thing, legally, we are under no obligation to share. Nope. So if we get sent something and we don't like it, I'm not going to tell people to buy it. No. Like, it's just so interesting. And I think, you know, the thing is, is with people see ad and straight away, I think they think you're making money. Yeah. But you have to say ad whether you were sent that for free, whether you've been asked to post it or not post it. If yeah. you've been sent anything, you have to disclose it as an ad. Yeah. And I think people see the word ad and they think, oh God, they're making money. And for some reason, this seems to really rub people up the wrong way. But just like, I just support each other, I would say. Like, honestly, everyone's just trying to hustle hard. Everyone's just trying to make a living. Everyone's trying to do the best for themselves, their family. And we need to just stop hating on on people. Because honestly, someone like that they're a small business. Do you know what I mean? Right? Like, you know, everyone's supporting small businesses right now and everything. Like that person's a small business. Like, you know, I'm a small business. You're a small business. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that we can start to work with brands a little bit and, you know, maybe get the odd affiliate link or commission or whatever like that, that helps us massively. And if you believe yeah. in us as instructors or believe in us as a person, you know, and you, you know, went through an affiliate link or you, you know, bought through used a code of someone that you really you know like and everything like that you're literally making that person do a little happy dance you're literally putting a little bit of money in that person's pocket and that's that's supporting a small business so like 
you know, there is a massive stigma around like influence and things like that. And don't get me wrong, not all influencers' intentions are good. But if you genuinely like love and support someone online, you, like using their shit is just contributing to a small business. So like, yeah, that's it. That's all it is. Hell yeah yeah I'm also supportive like when I see my friends like start to have like ads up and things like that or you know someone I've been following for a while gets a really big thing and everything I'm like go on hun you get you get it you go get it do you know what I mean like um and that's the energy we need in the world yeah. we need that energy and the there's world. no reason as well out. if you're someone that does want to work with brands and things like that there's no reason why you can't like there's oh no God, reason why you 100%. can't like even if you're like oh well I've got a low following and everything honestly if you learn a little bit more about social and how to interact with your following and you have a clear message that you want to put out there do it honestly yeah. do it it might take some time but do it there's no reason why you can't work with brands so yeah go for it and that's the thing like proof is in the put pudding guys we're the proof like honestly. On, obviously we're not making that much money from online at the moment but like yes it's been a hard hustle I've had my Instagram I don't know how long you've had your Instagram for but I've had my Instagram for years mm. I've only really started to use it as like a business tool as an asset over the past year or so yeah but yeah like you said if you go about it and you think about it more in like a business-minded sense not to say that everything you do is business no obviously you put out a lot of free fitness content to people I do quite a lot of free mental health stuff for people mm-hmm. but then know your worth if yeah. you're doing that and you want to make it into a business asset every so often take those ads and the people that matter will support 100% because you know, I've always worried and struggled with that to be like, oh, I'm like, a, I was a yoga account, now I'm more mental health and body image. And are people going to think, oh, God, whenever I put anything out that says ad at the front, are they going to be like, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. But people do have to understand that. We'll keep coming back to it, but especially in this year, we have to know our worth and we have to be able to make some sort of money from other things. Yeah. I find it really, really interesting because I know coming back to the influencer thing, a lot of um, people that I follow that are like body image and very more specifically sort of body image and self-love people, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of promotion on sex toys. Yes. And I've seen a lot of them are getting are talking about the hate that they're getting for promoting that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I find that really interesting because it's like self-love can mean whatever that means to you. Yeah. Body image body love accepting yourself can mean whatever that means to you and if that influencer has decided to work with that brand if it's something that you don't think is on brand with them people don't need to spread hate just move off yeah just don't like the post if you don't like it just either don't like it don't move on unfollow like I, I don't understand trolls I literally don't understand trolls I'm like if you don't like that person, just unfollow them. What's the need to like be nasty? Like, and you know, trolls are always like fake accounts or like, you know, they've, they've just been made to troll. And it's mm-hmm. like, what a sad life. Like what yeah. a very sad life that you feel the need and you've made an account purely to be nasty to people. I'm just like, I don't get it. And I'm so on board with the whole like sex toy thing being like talked about a hell of a lot more on social at the moment. Like, I'm so on board with it. It's a lot of women as well. And I'm just like, yeah, go on. Like break the stigma. And like so many of them that I've been posting have been like, I was really worried about posting this and everything, but you know, they've just fucking gone for it. And I'm just like that. 
takes a lot of courage to put it out there but I'm really glad that it's happening like it's something I talk about do you know what I mean like I have no shame around that sort of shit it's just like you do you hun it is another form of self-love and stuff like that so like go for it but yeah no like massively massively breaking down walls yeah Mm. I just I just think yeah it's one of those isn't it it's it's one of those if something like that triggers you we all have different things that we enjoy seeing online yeah and if that's not your vibe Mm. then move on if it triggers you to the point where you feel like you need to leave a nasty comment or you know I don't ever get to that point but I definitely see things whether it be that someone posted a sex toy and you're like oh god like I don't want to be looking at that yeah or whether it's that you're on an account and someone's posted something that triggers you in terms of like comparison or jealousy or just anything doesn't resonate with that's you. one yeah that's one lesson that I've really learned over this lockdown is keeping my energy and my space safe online yeah and that somebody might post something and you might be triggered by it whether that is because you don't agree with it or whether especially when we start talking which we're not going to talk about today vaccines masks all of that yeah you know whether it be that you agree with someone posting about their sex life or not whether it be just something that someone posts a photo of themselves and you suddenly start comparing yourself Mm -hmm. one thing I've really learned over the lockdown and it's definitely a learning curve and I'm not perfect with it at all is to immediately step back and notice why I feel the way that I feel. And nine times, well, not even nine times out of ten, 99% of the time, it's something that's going on with me. Mm. It's not actually that person. Yeah. And I think 2020, the year of reflection, has also been 2020, the year of like going inside and figuring out what's going on with us first. Yeah. before you put anything else out into the world mm-hmm. yeah absolutely like I watched a video and it was that actor I can't remember what he's called oh, he's really famous I can't remember what he's called someone will like shout at me on this podcast after <laughs> what his name is but he he said something and I was like this is so true he was like when you wake up in the morning just take the first like five, 10 minutes or whatever to check in with yourself. Like before you like touch your phone, before you check in with the rest of the world and do things that you've got to do or whatever, just take a few moments to just really check in with yourself. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's mad how much I don't do that. And I really need to become more aware of like, cause I'll literally get up, turn my phone alarm off and then look through my notifications. And I'm immediately putting the world first do you know what I mean like getting back to people or seeing what's gone on I've not had five minutes to just be like how am I feeling this morning do you know what I mean yeah so important it's definitely definitely something we need to do but yeah going back to what you said about if something triggers you online or you know what you see like just unfollow it like there's a lot of people that I've unfollowed or I've muted over this year just because I'm like I don't dislike you but you're just not resonating with me and when I see your posts I am triggered one way or the other do you know what I mean so I've done a lot of unfollowing this year and that's okay do you know what I mean like if if it's not 
sitting well with you just unfollow or mute like even if it's one of your friends like that you really love but you just don't resonate with online mute them so <laughs> doesn't look like you've unfollowed oh. them so no one's going to get offend- offended but just mute them it's absolutely fine. the mute button is a godsend yeah it's a form of self-care guys <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely the only thing i found though when i've muted people that are quite close to me they're like oh yeah like they'll be talking about something like oh yeah did you see my post on this and i'm like no, that one must have slipped through. <laughs> You're like, oh, that Instagram algorithm. Yeah, so just, rubbish. just not been on that much. <laughs> I honestly, but yeah, but honestly, do it, do it. The mute button is like a real, real godsend. It really is. <laughs> well, we've rambled on for an hour now, so I yeah. think it's probably time to wrap up. Yeah. Um. So, any final words of wisdom or anything that we should leave everybody with? Well, I was. I was actually just going to add in. So if you're listening to this on the Friday that we bring it out, that will be the 4th of December. So if you're listening to this, if you're like, you know, a true mind body bitch fan, you're listening to this on the day that we've brought it out. (laughs) We have a bitches and brews this evening, 5 p.m. So no, it's not a bitches and brews, it's bitches and booze. And we're going to go Back live. That's where it all started. Yeah, this is where it all started. So if, for those of you that don't know, we started doing little bitches and brews chats over Instagram live over the first lockdown. And we got a really good response to them. And that's where the podcast kind of happened and grew from. So we're going to do a little bitches and booze special. So we're going to really? pour ourselves like a glass of wine or something and go on and Instagram live. And I will be live. on the alcohol. I yeah. <laughs> You have to be tipsy. You have to have like one before we even start. Um, okay. But yeah, we're just going to have a lovely little chat with you all and stuff. So if you're into it, like come join us. We will save it as well so you can find it on the Instagram. And go follow us on Instagram. We're lonely over there. Come yeah. see us. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to a thousand followers by the start of 2021. Yeah. Big goal. Big yeah. Break. It's at the mind body bitches. So yeah, come and see all bitches, please. And thanks. Anything you want to leave the team with? Um, no, I don't think so. I think just thank you guys for sticking with us. Yeah. If you have been here for a while. We hit uh, about a week or two ago our first thousand streams, um, which is a big milestone for us. Yeah. And yeah, as always, guys, if you enjoy it, please, please, please do send it to your friends and family. Anyone that would benefit from it, obviously, maybe a 70-year-old gram might not want to listen. <laughs> she might. You never know. She might. She might learn a few things. <laughs> but share it. As always, we really, really appreciate the support and the more support we get, the more ratings and reviews we get on Apple Podcasts, the more it gets pushed out to new people. So, yeah. I was going to say support your small businesses. And we are a small business. Yeah, I was going to say support your small bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be our new tagline because we are both also. Support your small bitches, please and thank you. (laughs) I love it. Okay, well, we need to also say, guys, if you have any questions, queries, anything, mm-hmm. uh, anything you'd like us to address on the podcast, it is hello at the mindbodybitches.com. Send mm-hmm. us an email. Yeah. But email yeah, DM. It, really. Anything's fine. All right, my loves. We will see you next time then. Enjoy your week, weekend, whatever you're having, and all the love. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, hey, hey. I got some soul on my true collective ball. Yeah. Famous, so famous.
Humans number one desirable I do what I want when I want and how I want it Leave you with a one in the edge I got tons of soul on my true collectible Famous also famous number one desirable I do what I want when I want and how I want it Leave you with a one in the edge That's how I roll I got changes so I don't care about no gold Better so much better flipping incredible Always on the show so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry yeah, it's about the world 